Father, we thank you for your presence here today through your Holy Spirit. We thank you for this time of worship, Lord. We ask that as we look at your word, as we pray, as we share, Lord, that you would um, continue to minister to us through your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your precious word that you've given us, and we ask that you might teach us your word today, Lord. Um, Open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Um, I believe that we have rehearsal for the young ones. Is that correct? And you ready to go? Yeah? Okay. Well, I think you get to go. Can't wait to get out of church. Oh, boy. Yeah. Response. Um, some of you have been out there this past couple of weeks, um, and for those of you who haven't made it out, I encourage you to come and join us. God's been doing some really cool stuff. Um, I believe the number two nights ago was that we had seen 32 people accept Christ in 14 days. Um, I think there's been over a dozen physical healings of various things. Um, and there's just been some really sweet times of worship. Um, and also, something that started to happen this past week was they had been sending out evangelism and prayer teams into the community twice a day at about 2 or 3 and then again at 5. Um, but they, um, the Lord just moved on their hearts to begin to um, send teams out into the protests um, to be there interceding and making peace and changing the atmosphere of worship. So we had um, cr- like crazy stuff happen where like things were getting out of control at protests and then we showed up with worship and prayer and things just completely changed. My friend Julie, she was literally like walking the line like between police and protesters like back and forth like this just praying and this man kept getting in her face like pretend you're a bad guy. Yeah, just like that. Okay? So she gets like a word of knowledge from the Lord that he's a warlock. That he's like a male witch. So she calls him out. She goes, you're a warlock. And he goes, how did you know that I was resisting you in the spirit? And she's like, the Lord told me. So anyways, they they talk. She prays over his leg. It gets healed. Then he accepts Jesus the next day when we're out there talking to him. Okay, so like, so, and the atmosphere at some of these things has just completely shifted in um, really sweet ways. So if you can't make it out, I totally get that everyone has really busy lives. But please cover um, the team in prayer and just everyone that's out there in prayer. Um, Cover musicians in prayer. You know, we're doing warfare as teams go out and all kinds of stuff. So it's going on all week long still from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. every day. Um, And then it's going to culminate this coming Saturday, the 25th, with like a big feast celebration party just inviting the community to be there so i really encourage anyone you know just to come out and intercede and pray and if you feel like going out and sharing the gospel um go for it because god's definitely been moving so yeah amen why don't why don't you put that on the stand and put it out there what put that on the on a holder and put it out there okay. put it on the floor um yeah and i think it was julie told me about the, the gal that uh, they talked to who was going to have an abortion. She changed her mind. So the Lord's doing awesome things. You know, what's, what's interesting about that is the first night that I went out, which was early on, we were in the tent. And if you haven't been in the tent, the tent's kind of cool. Um, Rob referred to having, having a little camp meeting. It's kind of like a camp meeting. But what's cool about the tent is, uh, it's like, it's hard to explain, but, um, you know, in the Old Testament, they had the tent of meeting. It was a literal tent. It was probably about, it was probably a fairly small tent, too. Because when you look at the actual dimensions of the tabernacle, it's pretty little. So, um, but uh, you get in the tent, and the glory of God is there. And the Lord's presence is there. Um, and uh, the worship is just amazing. Well, the first night that I went, I was praying and... I felt like the Lord, and I'm not really like leading anything. I just go when I go. But I felt like the Lord said, 
the worshipers need to be at the protests. He really laid that on my heart. And I didn't share that with anybody. I didn't even share that with Hannah. So it's very encouraging uh, to see that the you know the, clearly the Lord was impressing that on the, the leaders of the Ferguson response and their they're at times having teams go where the protest is. Now, I know that for some of you, that's like freaky scary. Um, I get that. But the tent area is very safe. If you just want to come and worship and intercede. Um, for me, it helps to, to go. To, when I pray there, um, it's all very real. It's all very real. It's not theoretical. It's not news. It's real people. It's a real community. They're right there down the street. You know, we're kind of in their midst and, and I'm there to show my love and the love of Jesus. I'm not there to pick a side. I'm not there to make a political statement. I'm there to pray for healing. I'm there to pray for the Lord to use what the enemy means for evil and to turn it for good. Um, and that's how God usually works. He works in crises. And as I pointed out before, um, you know, read BBC, read The Guardian, read, you know, uh, international papers. They're talking about Ferguson, Missouri. So we have a chance to to shine a light. And uh, you probably, you may have heard, but uh, there was an article in the LA Times about Ferguson. And guess who was quoted? Hannah Vaughan. Um, so, you know, little old Liberty Christian Church being, being quoted in the LA Times. Because we're, we're shedding light. Um, in the situation. And that's all we want to do. We want to shed the light of God, the love of Jesus, and minister, you know, as we can. So, um, if, if you, I know a lot of you, I mean, the Tuesday night our worship team went out there was, uh, the weather was just deplorable, wasn't it? I was like, oh, do I really want to go out there? Um, and so I think it, it kind of dampened the attendance, but, um, any evening you want to go for for an evening of worship or just go for an hour and intercede for the community, please feel free to do that. Um, it's really God's doing some really amazing, amazing things. Uh, oh, by the way, um, I have this World Series ticket that's no good, so um, I give this back to the deacons. I love I love Sean's text. Sean texts me and says, "So are they sending you to San Francisco or Kansas City?" <laughs> I said Kansas City's closer. So anyway, um, <laughs> it's really the thought that counts. Well, what I wanted, I wanted a Missouri World Series. And then, and then, you know, what eventually what I'd love to see, I'd love to see a Missouri Super Bowl. They'll probably call it like, you know, the Hoosier Bowl, the Hillbilly Bowl or something. Nobody, nobody on the East Coast, West Coast will watch. Cause we're all hicks in Missouri, right? Uh, John 4. John 4. <laughs> She's got the joy of the Lord there. You in John 4? Yes, Ed. Ed, come up here, or come to the microphone and make an announcement for us. We all know Ed Vigzo. Let's welcome Ed. Test, test. Okay, great. So just uh, quickly, uh, not this Monday, but next Monday is Sunshine Ministries. Okay. And if you're able to participate, we would uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we need someone to lead music. I think Matthias has uh, something going on on Monday nights now, so... Uh, I would appreciate it. Um, I'm going to take Jacob down with me. So if you have younger kids that you think might want to go, I think it's a great time for them to start to learn to serve. So we're going to take those steps with him. And um, if you have any questions, please reach out. Good. Great. Right. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Um, also, we forgot to announce we have a we have a guest here today. Bingo's here. Jamie, you have to come up here. We're going to officially welcome Bingo. I told Dom, Tom last night, hey, you want to do a baby dedication? Let's just get it done. But he's like, no. This is Bingo Piper. What's You can tell everybody the real name. 
It's bingo. <laughs> change the birth certificate? No. Um, this is Emma, Emma Faith. And she is a month old now. So we've come out of our, our hibernation a little awesome. bit. Just a little. Um, yeah, she's doing great. She's huge. I mean, she's, she's huge. Really Did you say she's either. huge or cute? She's, she's cute. She's huge, though. I mean, like, I've never seen a baby eat so much. Really? Yeah. How, how, what was your size when she was born? She was 8'1 when she was born, and so she's over 10 pounds now, and it's been four weeks. <laughs> so she takes after her dad. She must. She must. I mean, it, there, were, there were a few nights where it was every hour and a half, and I'm like, I'm really dying here. <laughs> so. so you said Emily Faith? Emma. Emma Faith. Emma Faith. Okay. Can I pray for Emma Faith? Yeah. Okay. Father, we thank you for uh, Emma Faith, and we thank you for bringing her into the Piper family. We ask that you would um, give uh, Tom and Jamie the grace, the wisdom, the perseverance to, to raise her in the faith. We pray that um, she would grow to know you at a very early age. Um, we pray that your spirit would um, just introduce Jesus to her and that she would hear his voice, respond to his call, and learn to love him and serve him. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. She got so quiet. It's good. Maybe we should come home. She should come home. I'm not coming over tonight. No. I'm not coming over. Um, Why don't we go pray a little bit? Um, uh, Hannah said, you know, encourage us to intercede for uh, Ferguson so we can do that. Also, we have a lot of people at uh, Logan Valley. That's a good thing, yeah. That's a good thing. So uh, some of your own children may be there. I've got a son there. We could pray for them, pray for the work that God's doing there. So I've got a, what's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Melinda's mom passed away yesterday. And uh, <clears throat> I talked to them yesterday and, and you know, of course, shared you know, our sympathy with them, and, and Greg was like, well, we appreciate that, but it was a good thing in the sense that, you know, she was uh, fairly old and frail, and um, she went peacefully, so that was all a positive, you know what I'm saying? So, but pray for Melinda, and just for the family. The families has some challenges, because they're not all believers, so we want to pray for that, too. Um, so this is here for you. You can come and pray, pray into the mic. I've noticed something over the years that when people walk up to a microphone, you know what they do? Or they grab it. Not too high, not too low. All right. So let's, let's have a brief time of prayer and invite you to pray. Uh, just come up to the mic and pray, and then I'll close the prayer time. Is that good? 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 Okay. <clears throat> Father, we come before you right now um, as a corporate body to praise your name. Amen. Lord, we come here in recognition of the work that you're doing in our community and our surrounding communities, Lord, that you are a living God and that you are working in our midst, Lord, and that we would uh, be challenged and encouraged, Lord, and that we just have the desire to uh, walk along with you, Lord, and to just join your purpose, join your will, Lord, in uh, ministering to one another, Lord. I do thank you for... Uh, the circle of life with the uh, the bringing in of life with Emma being recognized here today, but also just the uh, beginning of the rest of eternity for Melinda's mom, Lord, that you would just continue to uh, to work in her life and that she now has an opportunity to bring glory to you uh, through her mother's death, Lord, that they would be able, Greg and Melinda both, be able to uh, witness and uh, share with that family, Lord, that they would become... Uh, Believers as well, and become a uh, just a ministry for you.
Father God, I just want to thank you so much just for um, my siblings that are down in Logan Valley, Lord, just my brothers and sisters and you that are, um, God, they've just come through an amazing weekend. I, I already know, and I'm just waiting to hear the stories. God, um, I just pray that as they come home that you would give them safety. Um, and, Lord, just that whatever they have experienced, and, Lord, whatever you have um, really taught them this weekend, Lord, that it wouldn't just end when they come home. But, God, that as leaders that they would take this to heart and um, share with the community and really um, hide this away so that they will never forget. Um, God, I I do just pray for Ferguson. God, there's so much uh, battle going on uh, spiritually, physically, emotionally. God, it's just, it's very draining and exhausting. And I just, I pray for those who are going down and, um, God, those who are being led to go down, that you would give them strength. Um, the strength that they have never known before and God just your presence to carry them through that when they when they struggle Lord that they would call on you and um, God just trust in you to pick them up again um, Lord it's uh, it's unbelievable uh, the things that uh, we we think that we can't do and then you come through for us every time um, I also just want to pray for uh, Melinda and her family the Tyler's God I really do pray that through um, her mother's death that they can reach that family. Lord, they are such an amazing, the Tylers are such an amazing uh, testimony of your love. Lord, that this family, whether they think it or not, is just dying to take part of. Your love is really what they need. And God, I just pray that they would see that in Melinda and Abby, Asa, Stoney, and um, Greg. God, that they would just be drawn to that, um, whether it's, you know, when they finally uh, come together again or whether it's, you know, down the road a little bit. But, Lord, I pray that their hearts would turn to you very soon. Your name. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Lord, we lift up our community um, in Ferguson and throughout the entire St. Louis area. We've... No, we know that you've given us an amazing opportunity to shine your light throughout the whole world. And, Lord, we know that through you, nothing happens without a reason. And we pray that as the things go on in Ferguson, you continue to just have your presence there and to work in people's lives. We cannot make any change without you. And we desire for you to be lifted up in the St. Louis area. We desire you to, your, your name to be lifted up throughout the world. Amen. And Lord, I just pray that you use this as a conduit yes. for your glory. Yes. In Christ's name, amen. Father, I just want to thank you for um, for all the people that have been going to Ferguson. And um, Lord, I just want to thank you for Hannah's boldness and her heart. And um, I want to thank you for your spirit moving there. Lord, I just want to pray for your protect- protection for each and every one that's been going there. And as they go there... Uh, the next couple weeks, because I know um, that verdict may be coming out soon uh, about um, the police officer. Lord, I just want to pray for protection um, and for your peace and um, on the city. Lord, I pray for your glory, um, that you would be glorified through this situation. Mm-hmm. Lord, I pray for revival. Lord, Amen. I pray for revival in this town. Amen. That um, people would turn to you and come to know you. Lord, thank you for so many people coming to know you in the past two weeks. That's incredible. And for the healing, you you have been glorified. And we just pray that you would just continue to be glorified. And I just thank you for these hearts of the people that have been going down and and serving you um, in this way. And I pray that you just continue to bless this ministry. And I, I do pray that you would just um, 
be blessing the people at Logan Valley uh, for the rest of the day of the retreat and um, their time coming back, that um, you would be glorified in their fellowship and um, and that um, they would take to heart the things they've learned this weekend and um, and that they would grow closer to you and um, be maturing through the retreat. And I just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord God, uh, in Judges, the Lord, the God of Israel, gave Sihon and all his people into the hand of Israel, and they defeated them. So Israel possessed all the land of the Amorites, the inhabitants of that country. So they possessed all the territory of the Amorites, from the Arnon as far as the Jabbok, and from the wilderness as far as the Jordan. Since now, the Lord, the God of Israel, drove out the Amorites from before his people Israel. Are you then to possess it? Do you not possess what Chemosh, your God, gives you to possess? So whatever the Lord, our God, has driven out before us, we will possess it. Lord God, we see you moving in Ferguson. We see you uh, moving in the, the hearts of uh, the people of St. Louis, Lord. Um, as you move, Lord God, as you uh, move before us, you drive, uh, drive your spirit into this land, Lord. I pray that you would move in our hearts to possess it, Lord. That you would give us boldness. That you would give us uh, not a spirit of fear, Lord, but a spirit of victory in Christ, Lord. I pray that, um, uh, Lord, that we would be bold. You make us bold, Lord God. Uh, cause us to go where you go, Lord. And what you drive out before us, Lord, make us to possess it. In Jesus' name. I just feel like as I'm sitting and listening to the prayers, the Lord is speaking to my heart and my spirit. And what he's saying is that we're dealing with a, a, sal- every, a, salvation, a salvation thing. We, these people are broken. Mm-hmm. They need a savior. They need to know that they're in desperate need of a Savior every day. And as I went down to the um, Hope for Ferguson yesterday, um, one of my our friends, Flame, he raps. He does gospel rap. And it was unity down there. It was diversity. And it was the love of Christ shown. And everybody was worshiping Jesus. And that's what it's all about. Christ is the only person that I know that reconciles. Like, he, he, he brings, we weren't his friends. We were his enemies. But what he did was he saved us and he now calls us friend. So, my prayer, Jesus, is that I pray for, for Darren, the police officer. I pray that if he's not saved, that he, that, he, that he gets saved, that his family is saved through this. Because this, this is not just by chance. The Lord, the Lord moves in, in, in mysterious different types of ways to draw attention either way. So I'm praying for his family. I'm praying for unity. Um, I'm praying because he's, he's the one who can make a person like that or any situation and they become friends. Any, the family and, and their family becomes friends and united as one. He's the only person that can bring reconciliation uh, because he, he reconciled us to him. Like, we're his friends. So I just pray um, not only for the Brown family and for their salvation if they're not saved. I pray for um, Darren's family. I pray that the Lord, uh, if, if they're not saved, that, that through this situation, that this draws them to um, to Christ, as well as the Brown family, that it draws them to Christ. Um, the churches who have, and, and everybody has their own opinions that uh, that divides, and that's what the enemy he, is here to do. Um, my brother Flame made a big 
good point. The enemy does not care about your political status. He doesn't care if it's a black church or white church. His main goal is to destroy. And he's not, our little labels that we put on things, it, it doesn't matter to him. He does not care. He has an ought against God. So therefore, he has an ought against us. So we have to look past that. This is a spiritual warfare that we're going through. And I pray for the unity of bond and a bond of peace amongst us as believers, that we will not focus on the non-essential things, that we will focus that the real enemy is not our brothers and sisters. It's not our family and friends if we disagree. The real enemy that we should be fighting is the... The enemy of our, the enemy that tries to destroy us is Satan. But he often distracts us with, with any little, little things that don't, that, that, that don't matter. So I pray that we will recognize the spiritual warfare, um, because it's not against flesh and blood. Um, it's, it's against spirits and principalities that we cannot see, that we need a savior to fight. Um, and I just pray that, uh, that the, the unity of Christ is, 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 is brought forth, that the peace of Christ is brought forth, that the love is nothing like love. Love draws people. Love, love encourages. Love is, is hopeful. And I just pray that we can come together um, to show the love of Christ because it's the love of Christ that people will see and know that we are his. So I just thank God for for this church. I thank God for prayer. Thank God for our pastor. I thank God for our, I thank God for salvation. I thank God for sending His Son Jesus to die on the cross for us. I thank God for the blood because without the blood there will be no remission. Amen. Without His blood there is no remission for sin. Amen. So I thank Him for that, and I just pray for unity. Amen. I pray for it. I hunger for it. I thirst for it. It's nothing like love and unity in Christ. And I pray that we can, as a body, put aside things that are not important and focus on the important things. And that's drawing people to Christ. That's loving each other. And that's living this day as if it, as if it was our last. And living it to the best of our ability in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Pastor said I could make a brief exhortation before I prayed. Um, I just wanted to encourage some of you and me. uh, We're always talking about getting outside of our comfort zone. We're always talking about uh, God being real and, and seeing new things and doing new things. And I just wanted to encourage you to actually go down to the tent this week or this weekend who say, well, I could sit in my house and pray for Ferguson, right? I mean, it's the same God, right? Yes, but there's something about being down there that you're, you're focused, you're on. I mean, I just go down there and worship and pray, you know, most of the time, and it's amazing. It really is. I'm not going to make it out to be some big cosmic, you know, adventure kind of thing, but I don't want to minimize it either. And I do think that there is a real spiritual event, I guess, is what Pastor said. Anointing. Anointing, yes, anointing there. Um, You know, I don't know what I expected when I went down there. I really didn't expect it to be kind of like this church, but actually kind of is a lot like this church. Um, And I was not just when we were doing the worship, but when the following band came up and when I was there last night and and, and yesterday, that it was, and this guy, what's his name, Blaze? Flame, man, that dude, oh, he crammed so much truth into a rap. I'm I'm not really a fan of rap. I think partially the message is in the median. But this gentleman, man, I mean, he crammed so much truth in a short period of time. I was just totally amazed and I'm just blessed to be there. And as I'm thinking, you know, about the things that we reflect on in our hearts, you know, I think that we talk about, you know, being angry in our hearts. I think we talk about having lust of money and stuff in our hearts. At, when's the last time you asked God if there was racism in your heart? I mean, that's one way to find out, is to go down there and pray and just see what goes on. I've seen racism in my own heart. I'm not calling people names. I'm not discriminating people about jobs. I'm not, none of that. But I think, for me, part of it was revealed in a, 
resistance and negligence to go places that are uncomfortable for me. And maybe this racism isn't necessarily described in the scripture as a sin, but there's racism itself. There's about 15 sins I can think of that are all race, that all involve racism. So, you know, maybe that's a good way to go down there and, you know, um, I tell you, the tent is perfectly safe. I've never felt threatened. I, but, you know, you may feel threatened if you go out. I mean, I was out praying last night and yesterday for people to share with in this park because they were all Christians right around the park. I'm like, this is no good. I need non-Christians if I'm going to share with people. So I start walking around. There's two guys way down the way with a bike, and I'm praying. I'm asking them. I'm, I smell something funny. I, I don't know if it was weed or not. I don't really know, but it, it kind of smelled funny in that way. So I'm praying. I didn't end up going talking to him, but it was a little bit intimidating, I'll be honest with you. And I'm a big guy. I've boxed. I've wrestled. I do jiu-jitsu, you know. But, you know, so there's opportunities there. And I say that because you, you may you may know the story. Did you share the story, Hannah, of what? Would you mind if I shared the story or you don't want to? Okay. I, I won't share the story. I'll just say that that if you want to experience God and you want to step out and, and know God is real and have a new experience in your Christian life, this is an opportunity. That's all I want to say. Father God, thank you so much for um, today, Lord, and thank you for um, what you're doing, God. Um, <clears throat> not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever he pleases. But their idols are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see, ears and cannot hear, nose but cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, feet but cannot walk, nor can they utter a sound from their throats. Those who make them will be like them all, and so will all who trust in them. Father, I just... uh, I don't know, chide's not the right word. I chide the gods of this world. They are not like you. They are not good. The God, Allah has not come to earth and demonstrated his love for us. Krishna is not, not nobody has like you. There is no one like our God. And, and these folks who are down there and the witches, God, and, and the, the folks who follow Muhammad and, is, and Allah and his prophet and all the other false gods who are, who are figments of the sinful imagination who who are, are pathetic shadows of you and your goodness and your love and your power. Father, we just want to go down there with hearts of love, bragging about how good our God is, about how loving he is, about how just he is, how he has dealt with sin, and how our God has demonstrated above all others that he is concerned about justice because of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you and bless you. Amen. Dear God, I just want to thank you um, that you are sovereign, that you are the Lord, that there is no one higher than you. Um, I thank you, God, that from the beginning of time, you had a plan, a plan of redemption. Um, You've never stopped trying to draw men to you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him will be saved. And God, I thank you that this gospel does not change, never changes. And God, that you've called the church to go about your work. You've given your church gifts, not to hide under a bushel, a message, not to hide under a bushel. And I just pray that it is the times... Um, like these where you call your church to action. And I pray, God, that we would not grieve or quench your spirit. God, I thank you for those you've called and they've heard and they've gone and they've been obedient and they've let you use them and they've been an instrument in your hand. God, thank you. Thank you for the salvations that have took place and we pray for them and we pray that they would get plugged into a church. They would grow under the the true word and you would use them for your glory and they will look back 10 years from now and talk about this Ferguson thing that happened and how God used that 
to Amen. change their life. Amen. Guys, thank you for um, you are so good and so wise, and you have these spheres of authority in our lives. These different institutions, institutions or governments uh, uh, that you have um, ordained, God, the church, the civil uh, magistrates, the family, even self-government, and you have a you have a a way for for every one of those um, to work together. Under your word, in alignment with your standards, to produce a beautiful community. And God, um, I pray for your church. Um, I pray for your mercy upon her, your grace, and um, that you would come to her with revival. Because revival starts in your church. And then, God, I just, I pray, I pray for the civil magistrates in our community. I pray for those um, police officers and um, and just those in government, whether it's in Ferguson, Florissant, O'Fallon, wherever, God. I, I pray that these men and these women you have put in a place of authority and position to rule justly. Yeah. And, God, we pray for them and we pray that their hearts would be turned towards you. And we pray that those who know you would be um, just brave um, to stand true to your word, to not um, compromise in any way. Um, God, we we pray um, that you would uh, just continue to do amazing things and and. Seize this opportunity to give glory to the name of Jesus Christ. Um, God, I, I just I thank you that you are in control. We we don't have to be afraid. Um, you love us. You love your church. Um, you will equip us where you call us, and I thank you for that, God. And I thank you, God, just for your word. And I just, um, I thank you for this passage where Paul encouraged the Ephesians and said, um, considered himself a prisoner of the Lord. And he beseeched the Ephesians. And this, this is for us as well, that we walk worthy of the vocation that we've been called with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, Amen. endeavoring. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. So thank you, God, um, that you are the one true God, that you have called one church um, and just align our hearts. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I just come before you. We come before you as a body, Lord. And I just ask that you, first of all, forgive. Forgive my unbelief. Forgive our unbelief. I pray, Father, that that you will continue to move as you have. And um, my heart is just breaking for Ferguson as I look back on the little community that I grew up in. And... um, as children in this community used to come to our home and to just know that um, as we would talk to them about God, that there were those who had never even heard your name. They didn't even know who or what God was. And to have to go back and start from the beginning and to explain these things to them and to, to think that we live in America and there are people who do not 
not, not even just have a relationship with you, but don't know who you are. But you have seen fit for this tragic thing to occur at, at this time and have moved in the hearts of your people to come out and to proclaim your name. And I just, I want to agree with my sisters and brothers who have come up here and prayed, Lord, that, um, that you will just pour out your spirit, that there will be boldness. I pray for, um, my friend, Pastor Joko Stevens, who pastors the passage up there, and I pray for our brother Flame, and I pray for, um, Pastor Jeff of Salem, and I pray for so many of the pastors and friends and family that we know up there that are in the middle of this and who are desperately crying out to you for change and for mercy. And um, this did not happen overnight. This has been a heart problem that has been going on for years and years and years. And the, the heart problem is that we don't know you and that we don't love you and that we don't love one another the way that we should. And so I just pray, God, that through these ashes you will bring about a beautiful thing. That the people who have come to know you as my sisters and brothers have prayed that they, they will become a part of the church. And that they will become a part of the community that they can propagate your gospel. God, it is for your glory. We want to see your name hallowed. We want to see your name glorified. We want to, we want for it to be like it was after the great awakening. As, um, Benjamin Franklin said, it was as if the whole world had gone religious, that you could not walk down the street without hearing people sing psalms and praises to the king. King of kings, we want that, God, and it can happen. Times have been worse than this. Civilizations have been worse than this. And you have come in and saved. Let us stop looking to things other than you to save us, Lord. And I do pray at this time, as we're getting ready to elect new leaders into office, that there will be godly men that will be elected into office. Godly men who are willing to say, no, there is a higher law. And without a higher law, we are going to fall. There is no other than King Jesus. And it is to him that we look for all of our answers. God, we need that. We need that so desperately. And it matters. It matters for the babies who are yet to be born. And it matters to the women who are being trafficked. And it it matters to the children who need a mother and a father. And it matters to so many different people. You say that when godly men rule, that we can rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people groan. God, we need you so desperately. I just pray, Father, that you will continue to strengthen our church, that we will continue to be bold. I praise you for the unity that is happening amongst the churches in Ferguson. And what a beautiful picture of what heaven's going to be like when we come together from every tribe and every tongue and every nation and every denomination because we love Jesus. God, I just pray that the reporters, I know that so many of them don't know you, but just let them see these differences. Stop propagating lies. Stop propagating the hate. Let them propagate the good things that are going on. Let people around the world see that it's the name of Jesus that changes things, Lord. We just ask all of these things in your name because we love you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Father, you are good. And Lord, we, uh, I thank you for, uh, the, 
the spirit of prayer you've given us and the 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 way your spirit is talking to different people and giving them uh, i believe your burden for uh, the tragic events in Ferguson <clears throat> I pray father for uh, it really is everyone has already prayed lord but I do pray that um you would um Just forgive the many, many, many years of um, racial hatred that has existed in St. Louis. Lord, um, it offends you. It grieves you. Um, And I pray for a spirit of repentance to sweep through your churches that we would call it what it is, that we would take time to reflect on our own hearts, our own indifference, our own stereotyping. And Lord, that we would um, uh, just repent. I pray that you would also give us a spirit of repentance for indifference. Not just to Ferguson, but to so much that goes on around us that we don't care about. Because it it doesn't touch us directly. Forgive us for that. Um, I pray, Lord, that um, your spirit would quicken us. And I mean every one of us. I pray that each one of us would ask a very simple question. Lord, what do you want me to do? And then we would listen, and then we would do. I pray that we keep our opinions to ourselves because they're not important. What is important is your truth, not our opinions. I pray that we would exalt your truth. We would exalt your son Jesus, we would exalt um, righteousness, we would exalt compassion, and we would keep our opinions where they belong. Lord, um, as I shared earlier, Father, I ask that um, you would take a very ugly situation a lot of uh, lot of anger a lot of racism a lot of uh, discrimination a lot of oppression and you would do a new thing do a new thing lord bring beauty out of ashes and i believe and i know from your word and from history that you're able to do this. You've done it many times. Continue, Lord, we ask to save souls. Continue to heal bodies. Continue to reconcile hearts. Bring uh, black and white pastors together. Lord, put them on their knees together praying. Lord, um, heal families that are broken. Lord, um, just get yourself glory. Get yourself glory. Because you are so worthy of praise. In spite of the pain and the suffering, you are worthy of praise because you are the healer. You are the reconciler. You are the redeemer. You are the one that gives us hope in these situations. But only you save. Only you save. So we ask that you would save. Save souls, save families, save communities. Lord, our city, the city of St. Louis, Lord, it's a moral cesspool. Lord, you know that it's ravaged by STDs and immorality and drunkenness. Drug abuse, violence, 
Lord, you can use this event to move in. I pray, Lord, for uh, genuine revival in our city. And I pray against religion. Against the religious spirit that's in St. Louis. A, a, A spirit of formalism. A spirit of ritualism. But not the spirit of Jesus. We pray, Lord, for genuine revival to happen. And we thank you that you've already begun. We thank you for the souls that have gotten saved. And, and those are only, only the ones we've heard about. But I just pray that you continue to move in a mighty way. Lord, you are good. And you do good. We praise you. We honor you. We glorify you. We pray in your name. Amen. Have the worship team come up. So, every now and then, you know, I don't give a sermon that way. I make you come back next week. You'll get it next week. Still my chair. You need to sit down when you play? You need this microphone? Can I have it? Brian uses it. You need it? Rob needs it. I don't get one? You have a fine. Oh, you want this too? Yes. The whole idea of unity is just huge with me. If you've ever heard me rant about it, I can go on and on and on about unity. Especially denominational divides, racial divides, those kinds of things. Just brief and not rant some more about it, but the beauty of unity is what I'm saying. The beauty of unity is that in Jesus Christ our sins are washed away. Amen. It's not about our skin color, it's about our sin color. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Y'all going to join me up here again? Come on.